For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. B98.5's Tad Drex and Caro podcast, helping you catch up on what you missed. I need to get some advice, if you could, on how to guide my kid through a pretty heartbreaking situation that's happening right now. Oh, is it your son, Sam? Yeah. Okay. Seven years old. And I admit I'm a helicopter parent. <laughs> and it kills me that I can't go attend first grade with him. But it's not an option. <laughs> um, I'm going to call this kid Landon. Okay. okay. He's being, my, my son is being bullied by this kid. Oh, no. Uh, harassed. Oh, no. Every day. Uh, Landon follows him around like a sick, lost puppy. He invades his personal space. Um, Sam asked him to stop. And he won't. You're, we're talking about you should have a, a like a foot of personal space. Sure. Right. This kid is like practically sitting on my son's lap all day long. Sam has tried everything. He tried to ask. The school won't do anything. Oh. He's tried to be stern with this Landon kid and been like, please, I need my personal space. Yeah. Like he's desperate to get his personal space. And one of the times, for example, Sam was like, please, Landon, I need my space. And Landon got right in his face, and he goes, best friends forever. And then blew in his face like a creeper. That's... Right? <laughs> so he's like, he's bullying, but in a in a different he's way. He's bullying, bullying as his best friend. He's love but it's bombing. harassment. Yeah, love bullying him. So my seven-year-old son is didn't want to go back to school today. They had a oh. long weekend. Uh, he wants to go to another school because of it. It's been going on for a month, month and a half. We've talked to the school. We've talked to the teacher, talked to the administration. Promises been made, not followed through. Oh, jeez. And so, you know, him wanting to go to another school, like, I, he's a pretty intelligent kid. I was like, dude, you can't just jump from school to another. You're always going to have these issues. You're yeah, always going to have. these type of people are everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like, and I used to actually, I was like, look at Poor daddy with Mr. Drex every day. <laughs> no, but well, I mean, yeah, I mean, bullies exist in school, in work, in HOAs. I mean, you're going to deal with <laughs> yep. them. Yeah, so so just trying to escape, flight the issue, Tad. Right. It sounds like, it sounds like you don't want to do that. I don't think that's the healthiest thing. Okay. I would rather give him the tools that he needs to be able to navigate this. I wish that it didn't mean as much. I suggested to him, I said, just walk away. And he's like, Dad, I, I can't. can't. Yeah. He actually said he would get in trouble if he tried to walk away because the kids oh. would tell on him oh. for ignoring Being them. Yeah. Oh. Uh, has anybody else been in a situation or had a kid in a situation like this? And how did you deal with it? I mean, especially when you don't have the... I, I can only do... I can only advise my seven-year-old. Right. Nobody else is helping. Right. Yeah, so it's like you you want to give him the tools to fix the situation, but, Ted, it sounds like maybe you don't have the tools or the right <laughs> I don't know what to tell you him. You don't know what to tell him, yeah. It's a tough situation. 404-741-0985. If you've been in this situation or you have any kind of advice at all on what he should do, love to hear it because we have not gotten any <laughs> guidance on this so far.
It's Tad Drex and Kara Show, B98.5. <laughs> Looking for your advice this morning. I have a situation where my seven-year-old kid is in first grade and he has a bully. Yeah. And, and it's a friendly bully. I put that in quotation marks because I feel like this kid who we're calling, what are we calling? Landon. Landon. Uh, just likes my kid, my kid so much, wants to be around him all the time, but he violates his personal space. Yeah. And he basically laughs at my son when he suggests that he give him personal space. Some boundary issues at, at Landon's house, apparently, that are transferring to the classroom. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> and nobody suggested going over to Landon's house and having a talking to Landon's parents. Yeah, but that's so then that's you taking control of the situation and helicoptering. And what I hear you saying, Ted, is that you don't want to do that. You want maybe Sam to work this out and, and build that skill. Yeah, I want him to be able to handle himself. Yeah. And I don't even know how to tell. <laughs> right. That's Kim and Conyers, what do you suggest? Your son is seven, and I don't feel like he should have to come up with a solution. I think he should be able to depend on the adults yeah. to take care of this. I know, and he's not. And so, I, and, I mean, the teacher has made promises. She's like, I'm going to mark out spots on, like, the for story time on the carpet, keep you separate from Landon. That hasn't happened. It's, it's been months. Working. She's not doing anything. It's so um, frustrating. I, yeah. If the principal is not going to do anything, I would go to the superintendent, but your Ooh. son should not feel like he's helpless or hopeless. Can you believe I have not escalated this beyond the teacher yet? Yeah, What's wrong? With good for you. Yeah. Right. getting mature. Teddy 2.0. <laughs> Nakia in Covington, you were in a similar situation? So my advice that I did with my little ones was we did like role playing and definitely turning the, he has to, he has to now treat him that way. And it works a hundred percent. What's the role play? So we had this little kid that was bullying my stepson, and I asked him, I said, okay, well, what, do you, what, what happens as soon as you walk into the school? He said as soon as he walks into the school every day, this child is, like, picking at him about his neck. And we sat there and we role played. I said, okay, well, I'm the kid, so I'm you, so tell me what he does. So we just kind of, like, role played it, and then I was like, okay, your mom seemed to like it. That's what I told him. Well, as soon as you walked in, he said something about your neck. Okay, well, now your response is, well, your mom seemed to like it last night. Oh, oh yes. Go straight yes. to the mama, Joe. Oh, yeah. Yes. Straight to the mama. Well, let me yeah. tell you, your boys do not like oh, that. My yeah, that's so mom. That was the only thing that worked. Tad, so it could be like uh, your son Sam walks up to the bully and be like, hey, the only person allowed this close to my face is your mom. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Oh, I did not see that Nikia, coming. That is just oh cold as ice. I love it. 404-741-0985. Been talking about this uh, Landon, we're calling him. Yeah. One of my kids' classmates. It's bullying. It's harassment. I almost think it's stalking. Boundary crossing. It's boundary crossing. Uh, it's crazy. This kid is not giving my son personal space. What does he think he's from France or something? <laughs> we should have a foot around yeah. us. This kid is always right next to my kid. And when my kid said, uh, please give me my personal space, the kid was like, best friends forever. And then blue in his face. Like, oh, it's stalkerish. Yeah. It's single white it, female it, stuff. It, it's a type of bullying for sure. It's not your traditional, like, hits me or whatever. Right. Yeah, but it is a type of bullying. And, uh, Tad, in interesting. And kudos to you for saying, like, hey, I'm not going to pull you out of school or put you in another class. Let's talk about the tools needed to deal with this because you're going to 
come along bullies in your life, school, work, HOA, whatever. Yes. Uh, but what are those tools? It was, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I did say, I said, we're not pulling you from school. We're not going to go to another school. We need to give you the tools to be able to cope with this. And that was the end of the conversation because I didn't know what tools <laughs> right, to give yeah, yeah. That's where you come in. We asked you to call in 404 741 What are those tools? How can I make him <laughs> care less? Uh, Jimmy in Cartersville. This is like, based on what you said, this is where you walk into the office and say, look, you are in loco parentis. You have a responsibility to every child in this school. Now, you can either deal with the situation or you can deal with my lawyer. Oh, bringing out the lawsuit. You know what's wow. so funny is I had a similar situation when I was in junior high. Wayne Stires used to bop me on the head when he oh, passed me in God. the hallway. I get a headache every day. It escalated to the principal. My parents, Wayne's parents, Wayne, we wow. all came into the office, had to talk about it. What happened the next day? Wayne bopped me on the head. Again. Again. Well, I, you should have bopped him in the face yeah, for I know, it, I, I, you know. My biggest fear is that my daughter's going to come home one day when she matures and be like such and such snap my bra strap oh and like, well he's dead now um yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah jimmy thank you so much for the suggestion amanda and coming used to work in the school system my only advice is immediately what you can do is request a seat change try and get them on opposite sides of the room mm -hmm. but really you just need to stay on those admin and um request a classroom change because you know changing whole schools that's not good because then he's going to lose other friends and, you know, you kind of want to teach him how to solve his problems. But it sounds like he's not getting any learning done if this kid is bothering him all the time. Right. Yeah. and But you know what? With my kid, it's always somebody or something. You know, every day he gets in the car and he reminds me of somebody I know who complains a lot. Are you looking in the mirror when you say this? <laughs> Starting with a man in the mirror. The point is, it's always something and I want to make him stronger. Like, right. I want to make him not care. Right. That's hard to teach at that age, though. Yeah, he's just got to ignore him. Because every time Sam has an issue, we're not going to be able to change classrooms right. or change seating. Like, I want him to just be stronger. Life's not fair. Life isn't fair, Charlie. Um, thank you so much for all the suggestions. We are going to take most of them. Actually, I've already <laughs> been texting my wife being like, Let's get with the principal. Like, let's. Yeah, yeah. Good. I didn't. I didn't think the nuclear option was available to me, but it is. <laughs> we keep up with what's happening, so we can tell you about the stuff that matters. Tad Drex and Kara's info to go is on B ninety eight point five. Seven twenty five. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Clouds today with a high of seventy six. Fifty seven in Midtown. Braves hosting game one of the National League Division playoff this afternoon at one oh seven against the Phillies. Oh. What's going on, Charlie? I'm very excited. So with today's technology security options everywhere, how was someone able to sneak on to a Delta flight last weekend at Hartsville-Jackson? I'll tell you wow. how in just a minute. But first, what is your most prized possession, guys? Tad, Drex? Uh, like something you would display at the house for yeah. guests to see. Yep, I was originally yep. against this because I hate anything political, but my wife bought Trump meme toilet paper. <laughs> to go in the basement, like you know, because when we have people over, we're in the basement watching yeah, games. Yeah, it's like you know, you see the Trump memes, and he always making silly faces. 
it's those printed on individual sheets of toilet paper. That's funny. I mean, how you could ever use those? Yeah, yeah, I have a hard on me. It, it takes uh, like the first or second wipe is a little uncomfortable, and you're like, all right, this is cool. That's way too visual. All right, well, if you are a musician, um, it would probably be like your Grammys or your Billboard sales plaques, yeah. this kind of thing. Take a listen where <laughs> Megan Trainer hangs all of her accomplishments. I write for a lot of artists, and I put plaques up in the bathrooms of every song that I wrote because I know my guests will have to pee eventually. So I'm like, check it out. Check out all my success. And they come back, they go, I didn't know you wrote that. Because I don't like seeing the plaques around the house. It's distracting, but I do like in the bathroom. But when I go pee, I'm like, ah, we did that. Yeah, and it's cool because she can be like, oh, that old thing. I mean, it's in the bathroom. I don't care that much, even though she cares deeply. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, that's just weird. All right. So imagine getting ready to take off at the airport, and the captain comes over the speaker and says, uh, we need the plane to, we got to go back to the security gate. Um, we got to do a security sweep. Jeez. I know. That's terrifying, right? Well, that was the case last Friday evening when a flight taking off from the Atlanta airport heading towards Norfolk, Virginia, was delayed because a passenger snuck onto the plane without a ticket. That's what a passenger on Delta thought when the pilot announced he was returning to the gate before takeoff so security could do a sweep of the plane Friday night. When the aircraft got back to the gate, security quickly arrived. They went to the back of the plane and took someone off the plane. That's I don't understand. So it's yeah. Atlanta, Hartsfield, Jackson International Airport. Right. Why is this person going to Virginia when you could have just easily jumped on a flight to like Paris or <laughs> the have Caribbean? You been to Norfolk, Charlie? <laughs> no, you have I am no not. No idea. The, the cheese dip there is. <laughs> <laughs> Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. We're sponsored by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Good morning, Candace and Canton. Good morning. Morning. You ready to take some cash from me? Oh, I'm so ready. All right, step one, kick Tad out of the studio, Candace. Tad, get on out of here. All right, good luck. All right. Tad's going to leave the studio, filling in for Kara while she's on maternity leave. We'll bring Tad back in. We'll ask him the same exact questions. If you answer more than Tad, you get 100 bucks of his money. Are you ready to play? I am ready. All right, Candace. Question number one, the audition process for The Voice ended last night. How many coaches are featured on that show? Three. Question number two, despite ranking number one in overall customer satisfaction in a recent fast food study, Chick-fil-A came in dead last in drive through wait times. True or false, Chick-fil-A serves Pepsi products. That's false. I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> Question three, a Minnesota man won three grand at a fall festival for growing a 2,600 pound pumpkin. What's the technical scientific term for a pumpkin? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> right. Question four. Braves playoff baseball gets underway at Truist Park this afternoon. First pitch, 107. How many balls and strikes are in a full count? Uh, four balls, three strikes. All right. Question number five. Mila Kunis admitted to lying about her age when she was cast in that 70s show. She met her now husband on the show. What's his name? Ashton Kutcher. All right. Going to bring Tad in. On the struggle bus, Candace, you got two right. But these are tough yeah, questions. Yeah. I will give you that. And Tad's getting better at this, so yeah, the only way to beat that. him is to ask tougher questions. Oh, I like the talk that I'm hearing. Does this mean she didn't do so hot? Just two. Okay. I, was, I did bad. We'll see what happens. Question number one, how many coaches are featured on The Voice? Four. 
That's correct. Candace missed it. She said three. That's an American Idol, or at least it was. Oh, one nothing. (laughs) Question number two. Oh, boy. Uh, True or false, Chick-fil-A serves Pepsi products. That would be blasphemy. That's not not true. That is, yes, that's correct. That's what Candace said, two to one. Question three. A Minnesota man won three grand at a fall festival for growing a 2,600-pound pumpkin. What's the technical scientific term for a pumpkin? A gourd? That's what I would have said. Yep, that's right. It really? That's what we're that is for. correct. Candace didn't get it, so it's three to one. <laughs> Question four: Braves playoff baseball gets underway. Truist Park first pitch one oh seven today. How many balls and strikes are in a full count? Full count three two. Three that balls. That is correct. Strike. That is correct. Uh-huh. Candace did not get it. So Candace. it is four to one. Candace said four balls and three strikes, so you would be walked and struck out yes. at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. Uh, I got I got four girls. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Question number five. Mila Kunis admitted to lying about her age when she was cast on that 70s show. She met her now husband on the show. What's his name? Ashton Kutcher. That is correct. All right, final score, five to two. Oh, a clean sweep. Candace and Canton, are you smarter than Tad? <laughs> Definitely not. No cash, but you are going to see an early screening of Ticket to Paradise. Four tickets starring George Clooney, Julia Roberts, AMC Parkway Point, October 18th at 7.30. It's rated PG-13, only in theaters October 21st. Thank y'all so much. We play twice every weekday morning. If you want, you can sign up, tabdrexandcarry.com, 6.35 and 7.35. Every weekday morning on B98.5. You goofed. And now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Holy mackerel, Melissa. You are asking your fiancé, Chris, to forgive you for wanting an open marriage. Am I reading this correctly? Kind of. He wanted an open marriage. I really, really overreacted. I freaked out. Yeah, I mean, you know? but you, but you're, that's okay. It's not something you want to hear from your fiance. We were three weeks before our wedding. He oh, just wow. springs this on me. Oh, yeah. you're not what? even married yet? No, it just really caught me off guard, and I freaked out. I packed up some stuff. We had a, we had a huge fight. I went to my parents' house, and I told them everything that, that Chris wanted and why I was so upset, and my dad's. You wanted to go over and talk some sense into Chris, but my mom set me straight. You know, we talked about it and she said that marriage is about listening to your partner's needs and and, and finding a compromise. And I think she actually has a pretty good point. Maybe there's something to it. We just, we need, listen, I feel like I need to apologize for my reaction and that maybe if we set some ground rules, we can make this thing work. I've never heard of people suggesting an open marriage before they get married. This is usually something when the marriage is on the rocks, there's trouble. I guess I just feel like that's a very closed-minded way to look at it. It's a different time today. And if that's what it's going to take to maintain our relationship, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I just... Are you sure, Trex? You're like, you know what? I'm going to mention this to my wife. I get nervous enough talking to her. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, so you really open to this now, and you would like to ask your fiancé to forgive you for being so close-minded. Yes. Okay. 
You need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Melissa wants to ask forgiveness of her fiancé. He proposed having an open relationship, an open marriage, and she at first said no, but if it means not getting to marry him, then she's changed her mind. Melissa, sit tight. We're going to get Chris on the phone. Hello? Morning, Chris. Yeah, this is Chris. This is Tad, Drex, and Kara at B98.5. How are you doing today? (laughs) I'm doing okay. Is there something I can help you with? Yeah, well, we were just talking about weddings, and we heard that you and your fiancé are getting married here. Uh, I'm actually not sure I can help. I don't. It doesn't look like there's going to be a wedding. Why? What's happening? I just didn't realize that I proposed to someone who was so closed-minded. Is this uh, possibly, Chris, in reference to the whole open marriage concept you sprung on, Melissa? I guess it sounds like you've talked to her. (laughs) Um, It is. That's exactly what it's about. But I did not come to this decision lightly. It was actually my therapist's idea, and I loved it. I mean... (laughs) Your therapist suggested this? Come on, it's 2022. We should all be more open. You are obviously (laughs) passionate about this, and I love how it was your therapist's idea. Nobody's taking responsibility here. I want to let you know your fiance, Melissa, we did talk to her. She is on the other line right now. Uh And she wanted our help getting your forgiveness over this open marriage argument that took place. I wanted to apologize because I I shouldn't have blown up with you. I was wrong. If an open marriage is the... The thing that we need to do, if it's something that is so important to you, I think I think we are capable of figuring something out. I think we have a strong enough relationship to make this work. Really? Are you serious? <laughs> oh, man, this makes me so happy. Oh. Don't get me wrong. There's there's going to be some rules, of course. Wow. But I, no, I, of I think... course. There has to be. My, my, my therapist was adamant about there being rules. Uh, okay. Melissa, I just have to ask, are you sure you want to do this? It's going to take me some getting used to. I don't know if I can start, like, right away. Maybe I just have to wait for the right situation. That's fine. It's, it's obviously going to take time to get it right. In fact, you know, we, we may never actually get it right, but... Honey, I'm ready to take this journey with you. I'm curious, Chris, like, how many women are we talking about here? Like, like one a month or? Wait, other women? What are you talking about? Uh, that's how an open marriage works. Is this a prank? Because this has already been an emotional week and I don't have the patience for this. What do you mean is Wait, this a prank? Chris, what did you think an open marriage was? That we were going to be open about things. Like, if we're angry with each other, we're going to be open about how we're feeling and not let it build into something bigger. What? (laughs) (laughs) Did we all have, like, different ideas about what an open marriage is? No. Oh, honey, only you did. You did. (laughs) We were all on the same page. So this is just a big misunderstanding. (laughs) I just want to ask... Chris, are you willing to forgive and forget Melissa's reaction to your proposal of having an open, communicative relationship as you get married? I guess, um, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely willing to forgive, and I guess I, I, I owe you an apology for um, not having uh, proper communication skills and, and not being open and transparent in the information I was giving and receiving. So, uh, But um, just remember in a few years, Chris, that Melissa did come around to the idea. 
Dad. <laughs> probably could have gone unsaid, but. <laughs> Are you recording this conversation? Can you send me a copy? <laughs> Forgive and forget on B98.5. Coming up tomorrow, Ben needs forgiveness. There's something he put on his calendar, not realizing it was a shared calendar. Oh, no. With his girlfriend. That's Forgive and Forget tomorrow morning at 7. Thanks for listening to the Tad, Drex, and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.